Welcome to another issue of Third Party Controller Podcast. Issue? Is it a fucking comic book? Shut up. I am your host. Comic book Joe Ramirez? Hostess with the mostess. The hostess. P.S. Joe Ramirez. (laughs) With my special guests. P.S. Beto Sparza. (laughs) And... P.S. Joe Ramirez. Jesse Lara. (laughs) You purposely fucked up the intro so that you can do it yourself. No, I didn't. You're a selfish bastard. I might be. Take it away, Jesse. All right. Saffron filter. <laughs> <laughs> Siphon filter. <laughs> Siphon filter. Zach Efron filter. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse. S- fuck, I was going to say P.S. Lero. Jesse P.S. Lero with... Beto Esparza. And... P.S. Joe Ramirez. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast. Usual day, usual podcast. Oh, we're going back... <laughs> What's up? You're going to do something different today. No, we're going back to our original programming. This t- this week it's original programming. So, so we're doing something different. So we're no, it's original we're programming. Not do the thing that you're expecting us to do. What? Flip the switch. I'm not flipping no switches. I ain't sticking no stitches. I ain't doing any of that. Today is regular podcast episode. So, what I want to know and what the audience wants to know is, Beto, what's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my pad for for reals for nah for going to the store for what's up for real going to the store that's fucked up for reals for for reals for yeah for for reals for yeah for damn for that's fucked up that's fucked up it's not cool don't never lie to friends uh FIFA came out uh yesterday or FIFA came out yeah this week um started that. Uh, I didn't even play much. I just I just went straight to the story, the journey. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's is it a continuation? Of, yeah, it is. Did you ever finish the story on the previous one? Yeah. How long does that take? I don't know, like two three hours. I play more. Oh, okay. Because you're playing that you play actual games and then you mm-hmm. train. You get you you raise your stats, the player stats. Mm-hmm. And then the last one they introduced. I don't know if they introduced them, but there there's a girl that you play for. She plays for the U.S. national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's another guy, something Williams. He plays for Manchester United. So you got you kind of one girl. You kind of she start at the beginning of her career. Uh, Alex oh Alex Hunter is in it. He's the main guy. He's still moving up in his career. Uh, and then there's a guy. I forget his, his first name, but his last name is Williams. Mm-hmm. And then he he's kind of like they're like. Ready to release him, but he's doing just enough to get by uh-huh. to stay in the team. So this is a conti- continuation of that, where they're all kind of just—it's like right after, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So they're so it's just building up that story of them like climbing up the popularity of the famous being being this like international fucking soccer star, and then the girl just starting, and then the other dude just kind of trying to find his way. But uh, well, something that was pretty cool was. Because Alex Hunter's dad, or grandpa, played like in the '60s uh-huh. professionally, 
So you actually go back in time and you play like in the 60s oh, in the rain shit. and stuff. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Yeah. It felt weird because it was like they were playing in the rain and it's all muddy. And then they're like, they're running like fucking old white guys. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so just like running, but it's like really muddy. So it feels, you could feel the. Yeah, yeah. The, the slot, this. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like this, them running through the, the mud. It's like it feels slow. Yeah. So it was pretty cool playing that. Um. And that's it, really. I just played that. Um, the uh, I, I didn't get to to play any other matches or anything. No, I just went straight to that. But one thing that I hate is like, the this EA games, this FIFA and Madden. They both did this. Uh huh. You download the game and then you still have to install it. You yeah. still have to install it. Okay. After once you download it, yeah. and then install. Okay. I I hate that because like you just I, I wanted to play and then it just yeah yeah you just got two teams that you play with and you just keep playing that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of shitty. I don't I don't like that they did that. So yeah. you gotta. So it, it took me and or took my console to download the game. It took an hour, and then like another two hours to install it. Uh-huh. And it fucking sucked. Whoa. So I didn't play it until the next day because I I downloaded it on Thursday night. Uh-huh. And then on Fridays when I actually got the time to play it, so I did that. Um, I didn't play much else. I just played a tiny bit of that. Um, but uh, Brockhampton, uh, the hardest working boy band, came out with a new album uh, two weeks ago. Uh-huh. It's called Iridescence. It's pretty cool. I, I enjoyed it so far. But I've, uh, I don't know if anybody, I, I sent Joe a, a song of Brock Hampton, but he didn't like it, so, but they're, <laughs> sorry about that. It's cool, it's fine, <laughs> I just said that, that you'd like it, because it sounded like a older, like, um, outcast kind of sounding, but this new album came out, it's it's not as good as the other ones, but I still enjoyed it quite a bit, there's, there's a good amount of songs on there that I, I enjoyed, and then they lost a, one of their members recently because of some shit that happened I guess I don't know some, some one of the members got kicked out I don't know exactly why but I thought it would be like he would be a big because he was a pretty big part of the of the band mm-hmm. and then now that him he's off of it I was like I wonder how it's gonna be like if it's if it's gonna because he was fucking one of the main like pretty much the main guy on there yeah, yeah. and not having him gone I was like I was wondering like if it was gonna be like how it was gonna be but it's still ended up being a pretty good uh, album so Check it out if you guys are into, uh, I don't know what kind of music. I mean, it's hip-hop, but they consider themselves a boy band because there's so many people. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you showed me. I, I don't know if you showed me a song, but you showed me who the group was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's all I, I did this week. Joe, so full. Uh, I, I, I've continued to play Madden, where I lost again. Yeah. That's, that's How's your guys' season going? Not or, terrible or, now. I'm already. I'm. I'm not in the playoffs. So yeah, I'm in the playoffs. Am I, you, so you set goals <laughs> for the season, and I was like, win the Super Bowl, and I fucking nowhere near near that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this game is fucking hard. Well, but also, this, what other goals could you set? Uh, make the playoffs, have a winning record, stuff like that. Is there any goal where you're at now? Could you have put that as a goal? I don't think so. Okay. Do you want to trade teams? <laughs> you want to be the I don't want the, the fucking Raiders anymore. Oh, no, but you, you're, all you guys are hurt. It'll continue, right? Although, I mean, it'll be offseason. By the time we get back, it'll no, be all good. No, because gonna, there's going to be some people that, that aren't in your roster. My Some of the guys are like one of the better, one of my my right end, my right defensive end. 
uh, he didn't take my deal, so he's going to another team. So. I know. That's like, see, I don't want to get your guys like, oh, I want Cleo Mack. I mean, it's like, I'm on there, but like, I want David Carr, but he didn't fucking resign. So, shit like that, you know? Well, Cleo Mack on my squad uh, is, unlike the Raiders, I kept him. So, you don't have to worry about him right now. You kept him? Yeah. Well, no. Unlike the stupid idiot Raiders. <laughs> I kept him. Um, still losing. I got one game to go. I am 4-11. and 11. Far, 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 far away from winning three straight and calling myself the hottest player in the league. <laughs> yeah, dude. But honestly, but this game, it's the most glitchiest fucking game I've played. And most of the glitches Madden too. I've ever played. Really? Yeah, because it's... I like glitches where I try to throw it, the ball and it throws under. But then I, I was David was saying that... Is it glitchy because it's a simulation. What's up? Is it glitchy because it goes? No, because you're, you're right? playing the no, game. Oh, it's like just a game. game. Oh, okay. yeah. He said it to simulation, and he said that in simulation mode, when it's such simulation mode, you get random occurrences of stuff. <laughs> I don't, I don't think like fucking deflected uh, interceptions is random occurrence. That's fucking common occurrence. <laughs> He's he was talking about changing that to try to like to avoid some of that stuff. So yeah. we'll see if that actually helps. But um. I mean, I throw a lot of interceptions. That's my fault. But some of them were like, what the fuck was that? Like, was I threw one shit. where I swear it, it just felt like my QB just underthrew it. Like, or he threw it to the wrong receiver. And even I was like, did I hit the wrong button? And I was like, nope, I hit the right button. Yeah. And it just, for whatever reason, the pass just, it, it was a duck. And there was no one there to deflect it. I was just like, I, I have no way to explain it. I'd thrown the ball once where it hit my guy in the shoulders. And it fucking honestly... Bounced like almost across the field, and they fucking intercepted it. And then I showed I showed Joe a video of mine where my quarterback was running with the ball. Yeah. And he's like, the quarterback is like falling. He's getting tackled, and then one of the defensive players just pretty much rips the the ball out of my oh, hands. Yeah. Like, and they called they, they called it a fumble. I was like, what the fuck? How the, how the fuck does that happen? It was I like had, my last game, I had like six drop passes, mm-hmm. and like two or three of them were legit. You know, they were I, they were. Yeah. I, my player got hit like like right on the spot. But then the other three, I was like, no, I don't understand how this is not catching these. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's pretty frustrating at times. Um, so I got one more game to go there. I, too, uh, purchased FIFA. Pre-ordered through the PS Store. Mm-hmm. So I got to play it on Thursday at 9 o'clock. And it was pretty cool. I like it. No, Movement's I- interesting. It's, all, it's different already from 18... Like, I feel like the physics of running the ball and everything like that, it already feels, like, a little different. Yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like it. I don't know. Because I, I, I was playing the story mode, and I played the, um, just the thing with the grandpa and, like, another game, and I wasn't really paying attention. I was actually, yesterday I was playing, I was falling asleep. Like, I, I knocked out for a couple of seconds. Yeah. I was like this, and then I saw, I heard the, the, commenta- the commentators, and I was like, what the fuck? And I yeah, yeah. Up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I took a nap. Um, so with like every FIFA, I, I kind of talked talked to Beto about this a little bit. Um, but like it comes, you know, FIFA, like Madden, they come out every year. So are the improvements just subtle improvements, or do you feel like, oh, okay, I'm getting my money's worth for a sixty dollar game? So on this one, I would say. Because I only played 18, I haven't played any other ones in a while, that um, the difference is 
are are subtle, but I guess really the only way I can put it is I really am into the game, so they're so far it's I like them. You mm -hmm. know? I need to play more to really get a feel for it all. Mm -hmm. I feel handling and like agility, like skill movements, are a little more real, more realistic. It seems like. Uh, a little bit more, like the physics of, of handling the ball are a little bit different. Yeah. But um, you're still able to do a lot of the same stuff. It wasn't like I went on there and and couldn't do, you know, like, oh, this is hard, or all of a sudden yeah. it got hard. It was still, it felt like the game, you know. Uh, so, thumbs up. I like it. Um, I think if there's anything else. I think that was it for me. That's all I... You don't play Spider-Man yet? Huh? Spider -Man? I haven't played, no, not yet. You have not played the biggest game, the fastest selling single player, or yeah, single player PlayStation exclusive. No, I have not. No. The best selling Marvel game ever. I'm waiting for it to come out on Xbox One X. <laughs> Do you still have your Xbox? Hmm. You still have your Xbox? No. No. You know what's funny too is uh, it seems like Tomb Raider got really overshadowed, huh? By Spider-Man. Just in general. I think too many games got overshadowed this September. What else came out? Dragon Quest. Mm. The fuck is plays that? <laughs> it's one of Jesse's Final Fantasy games. Not Final <laughs> Fantasy! It basically... It's not, it basic. No, it isn't. You haven't fucking played it. Shut the fuck it, it, up. It's like... It's Beto, like shut it's Final Fantasy. I'm, I'm asking kid. Beto a question. Beto, do you think it's like Final Fantasy? Yes. Okay. How the fuck would he know? I'm just... Because I, I know this stuff, dude. It's our opinion. Yeah. We, we're not a lot of opinions? Yeah, what the fuck? Sure. You can get all mad and shit. It's like when you play... It's like when you buy a game. Greer's grass. When you, like, say... It's like a, a Fortnite... You just get a, a skin. Uh -huh. It's the same game, just a different skin. That's what that's what a uh, Dragon Quest is. Final Fantasy, but with the, with the Akira Toriyama art. Jesse's mad now. It's like when you buy the new Call of Duty for Battle Royale mode, it's still Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except Fortnite's free, and you're paying sixty dollars for fucking. Call of Duty. Uh -huh. So, who's the idiot there? You gonna get that? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm not gonna get it. You? I want it, but I'm probably not. Really? You want to get the Call of Duty? I wouldn't try it out. Because I got friends that are gonna buy it, but I'm just like, I don't know. Like, to play, what what mode to play? Battle Royale, homie. Is that all you really? I really don't know. Yeah. But, I, like, see, I, every t it happens every year. It happened with World War II. Um, see, World War II, I was actually kind of stoked for it. Yeah. It seemed good, and it was pretty good. The single player yeah. was pretty cool. But no single player this year, man. I know. That seems to. I would consider getting it if it's if it's like good. But I already know that people are gonna just be like you. When you look at the reviews, they're gonna be like, "It's more Call of Duty." Yeah, that's how I am. Like, I wanna, I wanna. You don't think Battle Royale mode will change the game? I doubt it. And then I, I think, think I think it will, but then people will get bored of it and go back to Fortnite. Cause um. Every, every every Call of Duty that comes out, I'm just like, oh, I want to get it because uh, I like I, I I enjoy playing the, the the multiplayer. But then you play it and it's like it's the same thing. And you just kind of mm -hmm. it starts feeling like a ch like a chore after. Like, you just yeah. kind of fucking. I would um, grinding. I would play for like if it, if it ever went on sale. Like if it's really good, people say it's really good. Yeah. Thirty bucks or something. Then I'd be like, all right. I'll try it. You know, at least for zombies or something like that. 
Which admittedly already that's already getting old yeah. too. But yeah. I mean you they know, milk like, that shit. And every and every time they bring it out, it's like I'm hoping that it's it it, it, oh, it, it I just want some nostalgia from like the Well like it's funny like they announced Call of Duty and then they're like zombies. Oh, they're getting zombies? Like, fucking obviously it zombies. used to be well yeah, but it used to be <laughs> cool Treyarch when it was ones. Treyarch. Yeah, yeah, and then it just every year now every it takes year. like you said, it takes away from it. It's like, oh it's yeah. every year, it's like eh. You expect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They killed that joy. And then um yeah, because remember, like you had to unlock zombies originally. Yeah. And then after a while, it was there was an update just to unlock it right out of the gate. I mean, I still remember playing. Um, was it the Green Run? The in on in Black Ops Two. Black Ops Two. The first sure. time you played that, and it was like holy. So that was shit. Uh, him, right? Huh? Was that with him? Yeah. Like there was so much shit because it was like three maps stacked, you know, placed together, and then yeah. you used the the bus, the bus, and it was such a fucking. It was fun. I thought yeah. it was so cool. That was such a cool fucking experience to get. To start figuring everything out, and then you had the electric zombie. We never did all. We never finished it. Uh, Remember when I killed him with the fucking knife? With the knife? Yeah. What? I fucking actually. I mad. Like I remember in the match, I kind of caught his pattern. I caught along to his pattern once, and I was able to fucking kill him with the knife. <laughs> or no, it was the um, it wasn't the knife. It was the uh, the Ballistics? electric knuckles or whatever the fuck that was. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was fun, but nah, I just I doesn't. I don't think. I don't feel like. The new one's really gonna do anything, but that's pretty much that's all for me, man. That's that's what I've been doing. Jesse, something. Um, I am playing Undertale. Came out for the Nintendo Switch. It's been out for PlayStation, I believe, Xbox for the past couple months. And Undertale was a game that came out. I want to say 2014, 2015. And uh, one of our friends, Cody, was the one who told me about it. He's like, "Hey, have you heard of this Undertale game? It's." It's like a mixture of like um, turn-based turn-based RPGs with like a little hint of like Earthbound um, game, you know. But he, I remember him telling me a lot of like, yeah, dude, the decisions you make in the game carry over, but they also carry over if you were to start a new game. And I'm like, what, really? That's really cool. I'm like, but they, it was only ever on PC for such a long time, and I always waited till they ported it, and it was that was before like even knowing anything about a Nintendo Switch. So when they finally announced it for consoles like ps4 and the xbox i didn't want to get it because switch was already out and i kind of like wanted the portable version of it so they finally did it and uh i could like safely say that like undertale is actually better than i thought it was going to be it's really fun uh the dialogue is funny and then um it's a turn-based rpg type of gameplay but it does something different you can either choose to be like violent where you can actually just you know, in some RPGs, it's like, oh, you automatically get into a battle and you know, okay, attack it until it's done, it's dead, and then you continue, you get your experience points and money. But in this one, you have different options. You have attack, act, items, and um, escape. And act is actually, you can get out of a battle. You don't have to fight anybody. You can get out of fights. So sometimes, depending on how you do it or depending on situations, you can get experience or other times you just don't get experiences at all. But that was something that was really cool because it gave you an option. And instead of the usual turn-based, like, attack, then the monster attacks, it either it either misses you or you get hit and you kind of have to balance your health. It's different. You attack, but then when the monster attacks, a box opens up in the screen, in the middle of the, the screen. You see the enemy, and then it has your heart. And the heart's red. And then obstacles can be falling in the box and you have to dodge it. So if any of the obstacles hit you, that's damage. So that's a hit. 
Or if you're good, you can kind of dodge out of the way. As you keep going in the game, different color hearts mean different things. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think yellow... Not, well, I forget what yellow meant. But anything that was like purple, it actually, you're only able to move in three areas, three diagonal lines, and then things could be coming from the side. So every battle could be something different. It's not the same thing over and over. So that kind of changes up the pace of the battles and gives you something unique to do every time. Um, but doing the act stuff, it could be a lot of different things. Sometimes it's... When you fight an enemy, you'll usually I only attacked or killed enemies that looked hostile, like looked mean. But there's like an enemy, like this little monster, and it has a spiky hat. And then I notice it gives me an option to compliment it or ignore it. So I complimented the monster with its hat, and it goes, I think, the, if I, anything in the monster's name is like, let's say spiky head. It's like spiky head, you know, is just kind of like, yeah, I know I look good. But if you ignore him, spiky head is mad that you're ignoring him. And then as it keeps going, Spiky Head decides to leave, and then you win the match. Like, you win. You don't kill him, and he, he lives, but he gets away. You, you, you pretty much choose not to be, like, a killer and be, be crazy that way. And then there's just... But you think it's not just only that, but they do so many different things and kind of funny things that... Uh, I was telling Bethel this, like, funny things where it, it just kind of makes you laugh while you're playing through a game. Um, sometimes you can be playing a game, and you encounter the... The dopiest fucking enemy. And pretty much the story of Undertale is about, in the world, monsters and humans live together. But then there was a huge battle between the monsters and the humans. The humans won because the humans are more powerful because they have souls. And monsters are powerful. They have magic, but souls are stronger. So when the humans win, they banish all the monsters underground. And they go underground and they kind of put them away in a, in a mountain. That's like underground earth. So for, for centuries, monsters live underground and, you know, humans live on earth. Years go by, centuries go by. I think it's centuries. Um, they, there's tales of like, oh, if you go up that mountain, people who go up that mountain never come back. And you're this character that goes up the mountain, trips, and falls in. So you're in the world of the monsters. So that's pretty much the story of Undertale. Um, and you're just basically, it's just this kid trying to get out. Um, but yeah, going back to like one of the battles, sometimes you can, there's this one monster that looks super fucking dorky and his name's Jeffrey and think of like the most squishiest monster that looks like weird flat face with a handlebar mustache, super dorky. And your act option is just to ignore him. And then it, it like, he won't even attack you. It'll just have options that say Jeffrey licks his fingers after eating chips annoyingly. And sometimes you'll have another monster that might be there that you might not be attacking or attacking. If you choose to ignore Jeffrey, it'll go, you and the other monsters walk away from Jeffrey. And then Jeffrey will disappear. And then you'll start fighting that monster. And then Jeffrey will come back out of nowhere. So it's just all this weird, funny stuff. That it's just a really well-written, funny, creative game. And... Um, it's not really giving anything away, but um, there's like things where the game does know what you do and the options that you choose. So there's a section in the game where I'm fighting somebody and I didn't mean to kill them. I just assumed, oh, there's no way for me around here. So I think I have to fight them. And then probably the game stops and then this person won't let me proceed. But then I end up killing the character. And this is like 30 minutes in. 
And I'm like, no. I'm like, no, I didn't want this person to die. Was there a way for me to fix it? And then I meet this creature after that. He talks to me. And then I keep going in the game. And when I get to a, a save point, I'm just kind of like, fuck. I don't. I think I had a choice not to kill him. I don't want to go through this and have this person dead. I don't want to save because then that's it. I lose a save. I can't go back. I'm just going to I'm gonna turn off the game and restart it. So I turn off the game, restarted it. When I confront that character again, same dialogue, but but close to the end before I fight it, the character goes, wait, what's wrong? Why are you looking at me like I'm a ghost? And I'm like, what the fuck? I fight the character, but I don't kill the character, and the character decides to let me pass. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's really, okay, cool, I passed. When I met the, char- the next character, it's this little creature after, he goes, I know what you did. You came back to save that person you killed, but I know you're a murderer and you have a power of a God that I used to have. Now you have it. But no matter what you, you know, no matter what you think, what you think you still killed somebody. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Holy shit. It made me feel weird. You know, it made me feel like that. Do you ever get like when you were a kid and, um, you got caught for doing something like you're like, Oh, okay. I stole from, uh, the crayons from the classroom and the teacher caught me. And you didn't think they were catch you, and you get you get that like scared, like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. They knew. That's the feeling I had, like oh fuck, this thing knew that what I did. So some stuff like that, it was cool. It saved without me knowing, and and used that as like, hey, I know what you did and and your progression. So I I thought that was something really cool in Undertale. Cool. But it has so many things. Like the characters are funny. The music is amazing, and the creator of it, Toby Fox, I think he did everything on his own, if I'm correct. He did the artwork. He did the music. He did he did all of it. So so like to to I think that's it was just him. But just like how this game came out, like it's just really good, man. I just Undertale like, and again I didn't really spoil anything because that's like the first thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. But like to have like the, a character that you just meet thirty minutes in and already you kind of like oh no I like the character what happened you know that's pretty good. It, it's it's really good and and as I've progressed in the game it, it's just. There's been one unique thing after another, um, whether it be characters, music, gameplay, even it, it throws stuff at me like, oh shit, I didn't know I could, do- oh, whoa, we can do this now, and it's giving me this option. It's, it never gets boring, and, and I'm not saying like RPGs get boring over time, but sometimes it's just mostly just grinding, yeah. and this game isn't just like, hey, you have to grind before you fight this boss. It's like, hey, you basically just choose, you can either fight or... or hey, Beto. Act. Do you know any boring uh, RPGs, possibly, of an uh, of an Asian uh, 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 variety that have grinding or can be boring? I know several, Joe. <laughs> Could you name a few, Pedro? Um, Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Eight, Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> Final Fantasy X. Anyway, hold on, hold on. Um, We're not done. Give me Fantasy like. Twelve or X X Two, X Three, X Four. Any other Final series? Final Fantasy Thirteen, Fourteen, Fifteen, Sixteen, Seventeen. Persona Five was dope. What about Dragon Quest? I I said Final Fantasy Seventeen. <laughs> Anyway, I highly recommend Undertale. If you like that type of game, it's $15 to download on the Nintendo Switch. 
Um, I've enjoyed every minute I've played so far. Anything else, Jesse? Yes. Um, so, I just got the new iPhone. So, I wanted to like kind of try out some games on here. And I actually, there's actually a, a mobile game that I actually like. I thought I was surprised. I was kind of like, oh, shit, I'm Joe now playing mobile games on his phone. <laughs> um, but it's a new Nintendo one, uh, Dragalia Lost. And it had just come out that night. And, you know, I was just like, oh, I'll try it out. It's just something new. It'll probably be cool on the, the new iPhone. And uh, I actually got, in, I got into it. I played it for a long time. It's just like an action action RPG and then all you do is just like run with your finger and then you can just attack by tapping the screen and everything uh, so far it's I, I've enjoyed it uh, it's fun the story is kind of pretty good I don't like a, I'm not used to a lot of mobile phone game apps so it, it does throw a lot of like hey collect these the the coins and then collect these gems and then collect these whatever and I'm like oh what what's it for I don't understand what well a lot of it's for but so far that I've played there's nothing where I feel like I need to spend money, even though there you can spend money yeah. in this game. But as a Nintendo new IP type of game, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I think like if you're if you have an iPhone or even an Android phone, I say try it out. Like it's it's pretty cool. Um, I haven't hit anything that's like again crazy. Pay money to progress in any way, but it looks nice. Plays easy for a mobile phone game it's built from the ground up it's not just an ip that nintendo an old nintendo intellectual property that they just take and make into a phone game it's a, it's a new one so i can see this taking off i dig it i haven't heard much on people talking about it but i kind of really had a lot of fun playing it on the phone i yeah. usually don't like phone games and yeah. i think i've spent more time on this phone game than any phone game <laughs> besides like plant for, plants versus zombies pokemon and then right. pokemon yeah you're right yeah, Did you ever play, uh, hold on. That South Park game? N- no, not that one. Oh, uh, which one? Hold on, I'm looking. Do you ever play, um, Calky Lords? I, uh, yeah, I, I, cool. I, yeah, it was cool. You played it? Yeah, I played it. I like it. it. It's it cool. cool. What'd you guys play? <laughs> uh, when I, you talked I, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. This was supposed to be saying one, but I just like come out. by the time you told me that's when my I had the other phone. It was yeah, just, I was it just took way too long. Yeah. It just, it, my phone, my old phone, fucking sucked, and when like battery would last like probably less than an hour. I would yeah. say Florence. You should give that a try. If it's ever Florence. Florence. What is it about? Huh? What's it about? It's a story game. Okay. Oh, story. It's interesting. I actually I I really dug it mm-hmm. and I played it and it was it was really cool. Mm-hmm. You ever, yeah. play, no, you, you ever play Flappy Bird? Hmm? You ever play Flappy Bird? Fuck that game. See, Flappy Bird, Flappy Bird was something like everyone was talking about it, and I tried it. I'm like, all right, cool, but I'm, I couldn't. I didn't get hooked by it. I was just like, eh. I played it here and there. But I could see how people got hooked yeah. on it. I need a little bit more production value you, in my mobile you game. You play Angry Birds, Joe? All right, I have. You like that? Yeah. You play the, what's the pig game? Angry Pigs. Angry Pigs? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Angry Birds, but pigs. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit.
Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. During Inside Xbox's live streams, Phil Spencer announced XO18, an event aimed toward Xbox fans around the world. Details on the official Xbox website, XO18 will be hosted on Saturday, November 10th, during the fourth annual Xbox Fan Fest in Mexico City. The event will be live streamed as an Inside Xbox episode, so fans outside of Mexico can join in on promised announcements. This will be the largest Inside Xbox episode so far. Reportedly clocking it at two hours long, there will be announcements from both first and third party developers. This was announced along with mouse and keyboard support, support for Xbox One. Though not many details were given today, more about this developer-centric input support process will be revealed during XO18. So, Xbox announces their own style of, you know, pretty much the PlayStation experience. But, a few days ago too, the PlayStation had announced that they're not going to be having this year's PlayStation experience again. So you got Xboxes, and then PlayStation's not doing theirs. When is the Xbox experience? November 10th. November 10th? When was the PlayStation experience? Was it, like it was always the first week of December. Oh, okay. In Mexico, too? Well, the, the Xbox one, yeah. It's interesting to see uh, Sony back out, you know, not do one. Just, I don't know. I'm not saying it's directly because Xbox is doing yeah, theirs, yeah. but I mean, just to see them drag up, drop out and be like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Well, last year's, they didn't, they only had that, like, that couch. They didn't really have a press conference last year. They just had that couch kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't really do anything. God, they're so cool. You know, which, I mean, if they don't have anything to talk about this year, there's no point of having the PlayStation experience. They might as well just, like, save it for another time. But then it kind of makes me think, like, if Xbox is going to have something like that, will they really have a lot of first-party announcements? Or do you think it's just going to mostly be third-party announcing things? Third parties with exclusives. Yeah. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2 will require a massive 105 gigabytes of hard drive space to install on the PlayStation 4. First spotted by Rockstar Intel US retailer Target, revealed the figure through the image of the PlayStation 4 Pro Red Dead Redemption 2 bundle seen below. While file sizes can vary across platforms, Xbox One owners should expect to clear and similar amount of hard drive space. The image also revealed Red Dead Online will support up to 32 players, putting it slightly above GTA Online's 30 player limit. Meanwhile, select online content will be exclusive to PlayStation 4 for 30 days, according to the box. Red Dead Redemption 2 will be playable entirely in first person when it's released for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One October 26th. Red Dead Redemption Online will launch as a public beta in November. So 105 gigabytes to install on your hard drive. You need, y'all need to stop with that. Well, doesn't this make it seem like, yeah, 105 gigabytes is a lot. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it isn't. But then doesn't this make it seem like, fuck, man, whenever the PlayStation 5 or Xbox 2 come out, 105 is going to be small compared to some of the games that are going to come out later. Like heart, like space is going to get bigger and bigger as, as time goes on. 
But I don't know, like... Yeah, they need to I put sent, bigger. They need to put bigger fucking hard drives in those things. But they won't. I don't understand why they won't. Like, I, I highly doubt when, when they announce PS5, they'll be like PS5 with a four gigabyte hard drive, four terabyte. Sorry, four terabyte hard drive. Yeah, you're gonna need it pretty soon. You are. Yeah. That's I gonna mean, end up four 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 terabytes is gonna cover fucking uh, like ten games. <laughs> yeah. Which is ridiculous because just oh. I think it's uh, I think it's crazy that that's what we're headed for. Uh-huh. But also with that, um, you mean we're pretty sure that they were gonna have Red Dead Online. It's a given. Uh-huh. Um, but with them announcing it, announcing exclusive content for PlayStation. I wonder if it's really something that you need, though. Like, I wonder if it's split up. Like, maybe the single player is, like, 40 or 50 gigs, and then the Red Dead Online is another 40 or 50, and I wonder if you have, like, the option of not downloading. Like, if that's the case, maybe you have the option of not downloading online if you don't want it, or uh-huh. the opposite, vice versa. I don't know. I think it's the whole game. I don't know if it's one or the other. Beto? It's a lot. You said you're gonna just download it, huh? Yeah. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure it's gonna take forever to download, so I'd rather just. I would probably buy it. Why? Because of that reason, the download. It still installs the whole thing to the hard drive, though. I think, but it may be faster from the disc, like overall time. Just depends on. Yeah, but if you pre-order it, I know they 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 drop the file like on what? It's out on a Friday, right? So the file to download will probably be Wednesday night, Thursday. So we'll download all day, probably, and then be locked until 9 o'clock. I think that's how they do it. That would be faster. It's just in general. It's a lot. It's a lot for for a game. Yeah. After months of backlash, Sony is finally allowing PlayStation 4 Fortnite players to play online with other platforms. Announced on the PlayStation blog, John Codera, president of the global CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, said that following a comprehensive evaluation process, SIE has identified a path toward supporting crossplay platform features for select third-party content. The first step will be to an open beta beginning today for Fortnite that will allow for cross-platform gameplay, progression, and commerce across PlayStation 4, Android, iOS, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, and Mac operation systems. Codera gives no further information on other titles or the length of this beta, but acknowledges updates will be coming and that this move represents a major policy change for SIE. This controversy really took off when Fortnite arrived on Nintendo Switch during E3 back in June, and it was discovered that if you played even one game of Fortnite on PlayStation 4, you would not be able to carry over your existing Epic Games account to the Switch, let alone play with other consoles. Sony had very little to say regarding these ongoing issues, but did mention they were confident that it would find a solution that would be understood and accepted by our gaming community, while at the same time supporting our business. Wait, so they said that... I'm not sure. They said that... Uh... They could import it because you, your information or your account wouldn't transfer over or something? No, th- th- their whole thing was just like they didn't really know how like the infrastructure would work and they didn't want... 
they were basically saying like, well, we don't want to like, our online is special and we don't want to like, I guess in a way like fuck it up if we were to allow it or something could go wrong. And you know, our customers value our, like how good our online service is or whatever, just a bunch of bullshit in the air. But yeah, uh, Sony allowed uh, crossplay, and I didn't think it was gonna happen. Really, I honestly thought they were just gonna keep saying no. You think they'll open up more, like more games, to be able to cross-platform play, mm. play, play multiplayer? Like that? I'm gonna say Fortnite. I could see them do Rocket League, but stuff like Call of Duty, like Battlefield, no, no. no. I don't know. I, to me, I don't think so. I think it's gonna be. Fortnite is the exception. Maybe an indie game is an exception. Rocket League is probably an exception. But like Call of Duty, unless they get even more shit, but they're gonna they're gonna be like, hey, we're trying out. They're, they could they could use the defense of we're still trying out the beta version of Fortnite. You know, they're still gonna say that. What if they just do that? They they do that, but then they start opening up. Like, hey, you can play with the. With the Wii, if you want, with the with the Wii, with the <laughs> no, no, Wii. like you can play with the Wii you if you want. Play with the Nintendo uh, people that have, that have their Switch too. You want to play FIFA? Play with, uh, with them too. Yeah, yeah. And then they're they're just gonna be like, look, we, we do it. What, what, what are you gonna do, uh, Microsoft? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's gonna be fucking dicks about it, even though they were giving giving getting shit about it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, what do you guys think? Did you guys think that they were gonna do that? Uh, with, I feel like with enough pressure, I, I it doesn't surprise me. I'm pretty sure they got so much shit from it, but but were you surprised oh, yeah, when you yeah. read it? Really, well, yeah, I yeah. was. But also, like, like it it happened. So I'm just like, oh, okay, they're they're actually giving in and they're gonna, are they're gonna do it? So, but I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be that quick though. Yeah, it was, it was like what less less than what, couple months. What E3, July from E3, E3? So yeah. like yeah. June, July, August, September, three months. How about three four months? Holy shit! Yeah, that's pretty quick. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think crossplay stuff for other games. I think Fortnite's an exception because how huge it is, and whatever other big, huge games people complain about will be one. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's cool. I finally like just att- I re-downloaded uh, Fortnite on the Nintendo Switch, so I was like, okay, let me see if it still locks my account. And no, everything transferred over that was on my my PlayStation. Transferred it was over pretty to seamless, Switch. Huh? Yeah, it was, it, it was seamless. And then I went into a game of Fortnite on the Switch. I was playing handheld mode. Uh, I ran around, shot up in the air because I couldn't fucking control shit because I'm not good at Fortnite. And I died. And I was like, cool. Turned it off. And I will probably never play it again. But it's cool that they allow it. Agreed. Yeah. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break.
So um, for this week's topic, uh, I kind of wanted to wait and give it more time because I knew more stuff was kind of going to start like, you know, more more light would have shown because it, it happened so like close to when we recorded last week's episode that I knew there was going to be more information we were going to get. So I'm kind of happy we didn't talk about it last week so we could talk more about it this week. Um, but to kind of start it off, was something very similar but different. Um, Capcom had announced that it, um, it expects to incur 4.5 billion yen, around $400 million loss, following the termination of a number of projects at its Vancouver studio. In the wake of the restructure, uh, restructure at Capcom Vancouver earlier this year, that resulted in around 30% of the studio being laid off and the apparent cancellation of an unannounced game, Capcom has disclosed that the termination of the project at the Dead Rising studio will amount to a 40 million loss under cost of sales for the six months of the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2019. Capcom also confirmed to Kotaku that Vancouver studio will indeed close, will indeed be closed in addition to cancellation of its projects. So they ended up announcing the cancellation of uh, Capcom's Vancouver studio, which sucks. You know, we've always been... You know, ones where we talked about... Uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, it's unfortunate when, when shit like that happens and people lose their jobs. Especially, like, you know, uh, Capcom Vancouver. And, and it kind of, like, sucks, too, because, you know, I love the first Dead Rising. And then they made de- they did they were the ones who did Dead Rising 2. And it was a good game. It was a good sequel. And then they did 3 and 4. And, and, and those weren't the only one? games. Yeah, there was the Frank one. The Frank oh, Castle yeah, came back. Right. The one I couldn't really get Wait, into. which one was 3? Three? 3 was the one with the on exclusive to Xbox with the Mexican guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, and Los... It wasn't Los Angeles, but I forgot Los, what Los they Santos. It. No, it wasn't Los Santos. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I think they only really worked on Dead Rising games. But, you know, like, not blaming the people who work there, but it's like, I love Dead Rising. I love the first one, you know? Um, but I always felt the first one worked because it was so quirky and weird, and the second one was good, and, but, it, I don't know, it just the kinda, little, the, I don't, I never saw Dead Rising as that, that big blockbuster yeah. game like to a continue. Yeah, B movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, in between the, what was it, the little game in between that you played before the second one, remember that? What's that called? Uh, Case Zero, right? Case Zero, yeah, yeah. That was fun. I didn't get to fun. I never played two, but Case Zero was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that had happened that week, and pretty much the main topic I wanted to talk about was, like, days later, um, Telltale Studios ended up shutting, closing down out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the studio that brought you walk the Walking Dead series video game including tales from the borderlands they did jurassic park they did jurassic park back to the future, to the future. they did galaxy guardians of the galaxy wolf game. among us guardians oh, of the galaxy a lot of games game of thrones like a lot of uh, they did a lot of those games so it came as a shock to everybody that they closed it's like wait how does this studio that, that comes out with all these games end up closing down um you know, and, and it was a quick reaction to think like, yeah, well, all they did was pump out the same thing with the same engine. I mean, we, we've talked about it here on the show a lot 
But um, and then a lot of people had discussed it before that you know Telltale would use the same engine from like the first Walking Dead game, and the it would never get improved. There would be a lot of bugs in there. You know the episodes of the games they would have. Oh yeah. Um, you know, just things that didn't work, weren't running well, and they just constantly used that same engine throughout their games. And sometimes a lot of their games would change up certain gameplay aspects as it went along to fit its story narrative. But I don't know, for me, like I loved I loved the first Walking Dead. You know, that that for me, like the first Walking Dead was fantastic. Um, storytelling was top notch, probably one of my favorite games like like the first season of walking dead like was so good that i was ready for more like that type of gameplay that that kind of like the point and click adventure choose your own adventure type of gameplay like was big it blew up like walking dead did really well so when they announced the sequel to it i was i was ready to go i even loved the sequel when that came out it was great but then you just kind of notice, like, oh, hey, you know, they're they're taking over this property now. They're gonna do Tales from the Borderlands and and um, Game of Thrones, and it was just kind of an oversaturation oversaturation of that formula, you know, over and over. And even when they announced Walking Dead season three, I just kind of didn't care anymore. I was kind of done. I was kind of. It's, it was kind of like the fatigue I got from playing the Lego Lego games. Like, the first Lego game that I played was Lego Star Wars. And then, you know, I played the next Lego Star Wars. And then when they came out with another Lego game, like they did Indiana Jones and they did, like, Harry Potter. When I played those, I was like, oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. But just different property, you know? And it's quick to kind of think that's the real reason you know the studio closed down but i mean before we get more into like really what happened like how did you guys feel when you heard that telltale was pretty much basically just closed suck uh, yeah i mean it sucks people losing their jobs and stuff um but also i mean for when i didn't i didn't know many details of it but first one of the first things that i thought was like i mean they never really evolved like it was all a similar game like um it just felt the same like point and click you're like looking, looking through stuff kind of investigating it every room that you're in mm-hmm. it just felt it felt like it was the same thing over and over just with a different story like the stories were good but there was really not much more to it after that yeah, yeah. beyond the storytelling there was like it was a very similar game um they're all very similar games that's what yeah. it felt like now like I was saying like that's it's easy to to say that like you know that's what everyone assumed. Oh, this is the reason why they're closed. Yeah. But then it started coming to light when more of the employees, their employees were being very vocal on Twitter. Um, there was one employee that said, uh, I got laid off at Telltale. None of my sleepless nights or long hours on weekends trying to ship a game on time got me severance today. Don't work overtime unless you're paid for it, y'all. Protect your health. Companies don't care about you. And you were hearing more and more about them being overworked, not being paid. They didn't get severance. They pretty much just closed down. And the more and more that stuff was going on, the more and more information we were getting that, like, it was Telltale as a company itself that were overworking their employees, 
uh, a lot of the times when employees were working on crunch and in, in development terms, crunch is like the final stretch to finishing a game, making sure everything's working fine. They would jump, finish one crunch, jump into the next thing because they had all these individual properties they were working on. They were also coming out with information about they were supposed to do some sort of property for Lion Gate films or something that fell through. So they were depending on that money. The people who were running Telltale were depending on that money to keep that company going when you should really not have to be doing that. You know, like it shouldn't have gotten that bad, especially for a studio with that uh, as much work as they were getting. Shit, they had the license to do a Stranger Things game. They were on the cusp of finishing the last season of The Walking Dead with Clementine and not only is it never going to be finished they completely off and canceled it there's only been two episodes left and that's it like so you could have purchased that game and not even received anything you know um so you're seeing more and more uh, uh, of this information just about mismanagement, like just mismanagement of the company and mismanagement of the time and resources the company had, you know? So you're getting this and you're also getting the company themselves, like, they're like, hey, we're looking into how, trying to get the, the last season of Walking Dead finished and we'll get back to you when we figure out how we're going to finish it. And then a lot of people are saying, like, hey, who fucking gives a shit? Pay the people that you fired. Like, pay them money. Like, pay them for their time. Pay them for that. Like, no one really cares. And then you get, you know, you got the people on the internet going, I want my game finished. And what the fuck is <laughs> yeah. bullshit? And it's just like, fuck you. And then, you know, there's also, like, a former Telltale Game employee is filing a class action lawsuit against the former employer for reportedly breaking California labor law in an attempt to properly compensate himself and the rest of his former employees that were laid off last Friday. So, yeah, I mean, that's going to happen. Like, I think that in California state law, you can't really do what Telltale, the company did. And I guess pretty much all I'm really saying about, like, everything that's going on and, and what kind of happened with Telltale is, yes, we can say this is the reason they're no longer here. They made games, same engine, yada, 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 everything I just explained. But really, the blame isn't on the employees. They were working hard to get things done. They were working hard to create something and to have people enjoy it. It was just how a big company managed poorly. And not only did they fuck up but they also fucked over their employees and you know they, they just kind of wanted like wash their hands and walk away oh we're not the bad guys here so you're fired there you go you know so yeah um it's it, sometimes it's not something easy like oh yeah you're you know this is why you're gone it's there's so much more to it and I kind of hope like I don't know It's it's more of like a wake up call that we kind of have to. People who work on games, their job is not, and that's a problem. Secure. Like you hear, it's not secure, and it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. It shouldn't be something where a company could release the biggest 
you know, biggest title out this summer sold this many copies. And then in a couple months they go, they laid off 25%, 30%, 40% of their staff. Like how? How did this happen? Like you sold the best game of the year, you know? And even even people like Corey Barlog of, you know, the director for the newest God of War was just like, how did this happen? Like this is like not treating your employees correctly. You know, you even had like what was cool is like you 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 saw other companies like you know, studios like Ubisoft, EA, Activision, just kind of like, hey, we're gonna have like, you know, kind of like a job fair thing. Yeah. We're gonna you know, you want to work at Blizzard, you want to work yeah. here, this and that. You know, like the cool thing is is that community of developers and creators kind of come together and hey, we're hiring here. Hey, we're hiring here. But then like it shouldn't have to be that way. It's cool that like. They're very open and they kind of bring everyone in. But like, I don't know, it's just it's more annoying than anything. You see a company as as even though I stopped playing Telltale games and I was getting tired of it. You know, yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. You know, I don't want to sound like a dick, but like I'll be honest, I was just kind of done with their style of games. Mm-hmm. Even when they got the Stranger Things license, uh personally I was like, fuck man, why didn't they give it to Don't Nod? Life is Strange was they like they that formula of the game that Telltale was kind of doing, I felt Don't Nod did better. Did better, yeah. You know, or evolved it better. Mm-hmm. I, but at the same time, like, hey, they were able to get that good on them. But like, yeah, even though like I have, like, they, people shouldn't just lose their job that way. Yeah. Especially in the in, like, you know, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who's like, well, I don't care, I just play video games. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> but like, sometimes people, people, there are people who create these games that you're yeah. enjoying, you know, and then it's you shouldn't let a company. The smaller companies that are like that, like, I mean, even though Capcom wasn't. Like a, a small company was still like a, uh, like a, a, a smaller. Mm-hmm. It was from the big company, but like a small, smaller section of that company. Yeah. And they closed it down. I mean, it fucking sucks when when this shit happens, but. But then know. it's also that's another mismanagement of Capcom. Is like, don't get me wrong. I love the first Dead Rising. I said that earlier. Yeah. But. I mean, did we need four Dead Risings? Yeah. You know, like. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like. I'm happy they were made instead of not being made at all, but you would want Dead Rising didn't scream Mega Man, you know, franchise, yeah. Resident Evil franchise, a big franchise from Capcom. Just sometimes it's it's the companies that are the big companies, not the employees. Again, I'm not talking about the employees, I'm talking about the 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 people who are running it. It's it's them going, Oh, we fucked up, so these people lose their jobs, but I'm cool. I'm here, I'm still here. To save my job, we got to fire all these people. And then that's what you got to, like, realize. It's just, like, that's what's going on most of the time. And it's bullshit. And they don't give a fuck. Joe's mad. He can't speak right now. Yeah. Joe got so fucking pissed off. He's just quiet as fuck. She's still drained from the anger. Yeah. Joe can't even talk. That's how angry he is. Right now, like, you guys aren't watching this, but Joe was fuming at the mouth right now. He just kept shaking his head the whole conversation. Sons of bitches. Yeah. But, I mean, just to pretty much wrap it up, like... Sometimes I think, you know, when you think of video games, it's just like, oh, it's a fun, it's a fun thing that I'm playing. But you really, I don't know, like, not a lot of people think behind behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, and and should they? Should they have to? No. But then, like, when stuff like this happens, just be aware, like, hey, you know, like, you got real people making your games, and a lot of people like sucks that they lose their jobs. You know, and it shouldn't happen this way, and they should be the protected. Reality, the reality of the situation is yes, it's an unfortunate 
it's a byproduct of any company, but it seems to be happening more and it's more. It's more common in now. Common in video, video game companies of just up them up and shuttering an entire company mm-hmm. with no severance, no pay. Mm-hmm. Up, here you go, go find a new job. It, yeah, it shouldn't always, be like that. Yeah. And for them to have the nerve to say, oh yeah, we're gonna try to finish this game. We're gonna work with partners. Well, you know, why don't you guys work with giving your employees? some kind of a little severance package since mm-hmm. they were all fucking working hard. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating to hear things like that. It makes me not want to support any, you know, anything else coming from them, whether they even stick around afterwards or not. Yeah. Um, and really, that's not, the, that's not the people that work there's fault. That, in my opinion, is an executive... That's yeah. somewhere in the executive is deciding, let's not upgrade our our engine, let's not upgrade any of our tools, and just keep shredding these up. And people will love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People like the first few, but after a while, you could trade any, any like, one of those in It's like, let's do the bare yeah. minimum, exactly. but get most of the money, but not pay our staff. And in the beginning, it was, properly. let's do the bare minimum when it comes to tools, but we're still going to give you a good story. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. And then eventually, it was just like, we don't even give a shit about story, just, just copy-paste. Yeah. And that sucked. going to be it this week for third party controller podcast if you want to send us any questions comments or concerns you can send it to us at third party controller podcast at gmail.com or our instagram at third party controller podcast remember everyone it's third party controller podcast with a three thanks for listening i am your host jesse p.s libra with beto esparza and joe ramirez and we may not be as good as everyone else but we kind of get the job done Later. Joe, how much money would, uh, I have to pay you for you to pull your pants down and shake your ass. Say it again. How much money would I have to pay you for you to pull your your pants down so I see your bare ass and you shake it in front of me? How much you got? About 80 bucks. I got 20. Make it even 100. Like how much shake him? Two shakes and a twist. Yeah. How's the twist? Do it. How are you feeling? Feel feel like yeah. So it'd be like shake, 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 twist. shake, 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 shake your body life. Do it for the hundred. hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Huh? Do it. Do it. Give me money first. No, do it. Huh? You fucking don't think we would fucking give you Yeah, money? we have it on record right now on the, on the podcast. Yeah, but if it's on the podcast, you guys won't pay me till like next year. 
<laughs> hey, you, know, you, you made know the up, rules. Yeah, you made up those rules. That's what I'm saying. Give him money now. Okay, we'll do it. That's not how it works. Not how life works sometimes. Sorry. Shake your ass. You get a fucking $100 in a year. I would do that. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. 